You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Life Devotions. Thank you for joining me today. The Word of God is living in me. This is the title of today, even though yesterday I had a similar title, uh, The Word Abides in Me, I think it was called. But, you know, friends, to have the Word living, active, powerful within you, it is the treasure. Christ is the Word living inside of us. And I understand we may read it right written here and these things that are written are written for our edification comfort and exhortation they are given by christ the life-giving spirit through those people that lived in those days who were employed by the spirit to give them to us but they were not given by mere man but they were given by god just like jesus was a man and yet he says the words i speak to you i speak not on my own authority it is the father who's in me that does the works and peter says this in his writing that they wrote by the spirit of christ in them things that are given to us and for example hebrews chapter 10 talks about, and the Holy Spirit says, and he's quoting from Psalm 95. So you take the words of Isaiah and Zechariah that are repeated, Psalm 110, most repeated Psalm in the New Testament. David wrote Psalm 110, but we know it was the Holy Spirit who wrote Psalm 110 through David, just like Jesus spoke the words of God, just like you. And I have his word living in us. And do not think, just because sometimes I mention where it is, you know, I said Hebrews 10, you go, yeah, but I don't know how to do that, Pastor Robert. I mean, yeah, I, I, when you say it, I, oh, yeah, yeah, but I can't remember. All it. Folks, you don't have to remember where it is. Jesus said it is written in Luke chapter 4. He didn't say, um, what is it, um, Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse what 4. It is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that precedes. No, folks, it, it was only some, a few hundred years ago, I can't remember now when, that we have, you know, where it is Deuteronomy chapter 8. There was no chapter 8 in the original text. It was just the word of God. And they put chapter and verse to it for us to be able to find scriptures and to be able to meditate on them more easily. I am grateful for it that somebody did that. But that's not how they were originally written. They were not written in chapter in chapter and verse and so forth. Number chapter 8 verse 2. No. So Jesus didn't quote it like that. So don't ever think, Pastor, I, I don't have the word because I can't quote it like that. No, folks, it's living in you the life of it, the power of it, 
The Word is alive inside of you. You couldn't be born again if you didn't have the Word living inside of you because 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 23 says, we are born again by the incorruptible seed of the ever-living Word that abides with us forever. Folks, you couldn't be born again if the Word wasn't alive in you. Let me read to you here. Listen to this. You know this, but it always is active and alive when I read it. John chapter 1, verse 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through Him, and without Him nothing was made that was made. In Him was life, and the life was the light of man. And the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. We call him John the Baptist. And this man came for a witness, to bear witness to the light that all through him might believe. He was not the light. John the Baptist was not the light, but was sent to bear witness of that light. That was the true light, which gives light to every man coming into the world. He was in the world and the world was made through him, but the world did not know him. He came to his own, and his own did not receive him. Now here comes, listen. But as many as receive him, as many as receive the word, as many as receive Christ, to them he gave the right, the power of authority, to become children of God, to those who believe in his name and were born not of blood, nor of the will of flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. Now the word became flesh and dwelled among us, and we beheld the, His glory, the glory of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. The Word was embodied in Jesus, and we beheld the glory of God shining from the face of Jesus. You read that in Matthew 17 and Luke chapter 9. But the light of God's life was radiant from Jesus. It was different than, than Moses. Moses had the reflection of the glory of God because he sat in his presence. Jesus is not the reflection. He's God himself. The light was radiating from him, unlike Moses. The glory of Christ is so much greater than the glory of Moses. What glory shown from Moses was only a reflection of what Christ is, who Christ is. He is God. He is eternal life. He is the Word living in you and me. Oh, how wonderful the nature, the character, the presence, the life, the spirit of that word is. The hearing, it gives you the hearing that you can hear God, connect with God, commune with God, fellowship with God. Oh, it is glorious. Look at what I'm saying to you here in 1 Corinthians chapter, no, 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 2 Corinthians, sorry, 2 Corinthians chapter 3. Listen, he talks about the glory of Christ being so much greater than that of Moses, what I just shared. He says, the Lord is spirit. And where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. And we all with unveiled face, beholding us in the mirror, the glory of the Lord are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory, just as by the spirit of the Lord. Oh, hallelujah. The Word lives in you. The Word 
of God is living in me and I'm being transformed through the word of God. I begin to perceive and recognize within myself whom God has made me to be in Christ, a new creation, born of God, his child, born of his spirit. My spirit bears witness with his spirit because my spirit is made alive by his spirit in me that I am his child. And I begin to see it within myself. I'm like mirroring that life that I see in Christ now in me. Christ is the perfect embodiment of the Father. And in him I see whom I'm predestined to be, who I'm called to be right now. It isn't perfectly visible yet what I will be when I see him. But one thing I know when I see him. I will be made perfect in his likeness. I will be just like him. We read this in 1 John chapter 3, verse 1 and 2. Oh, dear friends, it is so wonderful to begin to realize this. Look what it says here in Hebrews chapter 10, verse 15. Hebrews 10. The Holy Spirit also adds his testimony as confirmation of this. For having said, this is the agreement, testament, covenant that I will set up and conclude with them after those days, says the Lord. I will imprint my laws, my word upon their heart, and I will inscribe them on their minds, on their innermost thoughts and understanding. He then goes on to say, and their sins and their lawbreaking, I will remember no more. Oh, my friends, you come into this relationship with the Father by the life of His Word living inside of your heart. Where you no longer are trying to go up, but where you realize through the life that is in you, you are up. You live, as it says in Ephesians 2, in that throne life. The throne life is living in you, so you live in it, just like Jesus said. I, in John 10, verse 30, I and the Father are one. He says, I am with the Father, even though he was on earth. Yet he was with the Father in heaven because they were one. The life of the Father in heaven was in him and his life on earth was in the Father. And there was no separation between him and heaven, between the Father. This is the word, a life in me. I mean, this is overwhelming, isn't it? It's overwhelming. So let me close with you from John chapter 15, please. Let me close with you. Now, you know these verses, but I believe as we read them together here, the Lord will help you appreciate how beautiful all this is that is here for us to realize what's living in here. What's written here is living in here. What is real and eternal in heaven by faith is now manifesting or becoming visible in us. The word that is in the throne, the word that came forth from the Father's bosom in the body of Jesus perfectly embodied. He is the fullness of the Godhead bodily, the scripture says in Colossians. That word that we saw alive manifesting in the body of Jesus is now living in us, that word, and it expresses itself in us. I am the true vine, in other words. And my father is the vine dresser. 
Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. But every branch that bears fruit, he prunes, that it may bear more fruit. You are already clean because of the word which I've spoken to you. You are connecting with me now. You're hearing the life coming out of me. You're feeling, you're perceiving the life coming out of me. That is the word you see living in us. You're already clean because of the word which I've spoken to you. Abide in me, and I and you as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine. Neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. And he who abides in me, and he who abides in me, and I in him bears much fruit, for without me you can do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, he's cast out as a branch and is withered. And they gather them and throw them into the fire and they are burned. But if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire and it shall be done for you. By this the Father is glorified that you bear much fruit, so you will be my disciples. So Jesus is using, he's using the vine as an example. And we can so learn from this. See the word. Living in me is Christ living in me, and the fruit of it begins to come. And I know, I know, I used to be so frustrated with myself when I didn't understand these things I'm sharing with you now. I would just say, oh, Lord, change me, change me, change me, change me. Oh, I mean, folks, I pushed so hard in prayer. God changed me, changed me, changed me, so much so that I gave my dear wife an ulcer because I was so frustrated with myself. I was so frustrated with myself. And I, I gave my, my, my dear wife an ulcer, true, truly. And it, it got so bad that, that she says, honey, we can't go on this way. And we had, we had to go see a pastor because we got into such trouble in our relationship. And the pastor said to me, Robert, do you ever pray? I said, do I pray? I pray, I pray, I pray. He said, what do you pray? I said, Lord, do it, do it, do it. And he said, oh, I understand. He was an older man, good man. He's in heaven now. I said, you understand? What do you understand? He said, you're trying to force God to do what you cannot yet bear. You need to let him be the vine dresser. You need to let him develop the life of the word in you and form and shape the beautiful fruit in you. You can't force the fruit to come. You can't pray, pray, pray 10 hours and have more fruit. Yes, pray 10 hours. Hallelujah, pray, pray. Amen, I believe in praying. But you can't force the fruit to come by, by the long length of prayer. It's the Father and His great love who establishes you in Christ and anoints you in Him and causes by his loving working in you the fruit to be developed over time. And you can say, I am the handiwork of God. I am whom he has made me to be. Psalm 104, it is not I who have made myself, but it is the Lord who has made me, formed me, shaped me. He is my vine dresser. He forms in me his son by his spirit, his nature, his character, his ability to hear. The hearing is not because I'm wiser than others, more gifted, more talented. No, it's the Father forming His Son, His living Word in me. 
and causing me to have the fruit to be able to hear and perceive and recognize and live in his rest, in his calming presence. Oh, I'm so grateful. The good work my loving Heavenly Father has begun in me. Philippians 1 verse 6, he will complete and perfect it. So come on, dear friends. Just release yourself to the Father. I know we all want to be a mature tree overnight, but we know it doesn't happen that way. We need to just let the Heavenly Father do His work, and He knows how to work all things together for our good to make us everything He called us to be. I'm going to read you one more verse in closing. I was just about to say amen when this verse came to my heart that has so helped me in this, what I'm showing you. It's Hebrews 13, verse 20 and 21 from the Classic Amplified. Listen. Now may God, the God of peace, who is the author and giver of peace, who brought again from among the dead our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, by the blood that sealed and ratified the everlasting agreement, covenant, testament, strengthen, complete, perfect, and make you what you ought to be, and equip you with every thing good that you may carry out His will, while He Himself works in you and accomplishes that which is pleasing in His sight through Jesus Christ the Messiah, to whom be glory forever and ever, throughout all ages, amen, so be it. Read that. Meditate on that. Hebrews 13, verse 20 and verse 21. Amen. Have a good day.